Hello there and welcome back to Minds of Metal. My name's Laz and today I'm bringing you a full song analysis of Avenged Sevenfold's brand new single, Nobody, which comes, which is coming out from their new album released on June 2nd called Life is But a Dream, which we're very excited for here at Minds of Metal. So the way I'm going to be doing it today is I'm going to be hitting play from the song through my ears and then running you through each section. Um, I've considered doing the reaction style video where I put the video in the corner, but I don't know. I'm not a fan of that. We have copyright issues here in the UK, which makes it hard for us to put these videos out all the way we want, etc. And I think the video might be a bit distracting as well because I want to focus uh, really deeply on the uh, on the song and the mini characteristics we hear within it. So I'm about to hit play on the song now. Hit play along with me, and we're going to go through the song. So I'm starting it in three, two, one. So first off, we get that very heavy guitar, very produced, lots of effects on it. Big heavy riff though, big. Sorry if I'm shouting because the music is quite loud. Then we get the hi-hats coming in, very hip-hoppy hi-hats. And then when the main riff comes in, more production. Reminds me of a Mastodon sounding riff, like very proggy, very progressive. We go down into the verse and we hear M's, M's voice. Now he sounds like he's singing at the top of his range, but he doesn't sound entirely comfortable. And I know he's come under a lot of criticism for the vocals in this song. I like the harmonizing that comes in after that, double layering. If you listen, there's not a lot of instruments going on in this verse. It's just that guitar riff and some drums, very sparse. And you get the new section with the hi-hat rhythm moving over to the ride cymbal, which is interesting. Another, just sort of another texture added. I love this part, the pre-chorus. You've just got bass, drums, and violin. No guitar in a heavy metal track. I think it's really cool. I love M's voice here. I really like the melody. And it doesn't need anything else. Chorus. You've got lots of tension in the notes, then released. It's like the notes, they hang on to it for a bit. Beautiful sweet picking. So you've got the tension. Da, da, da. Ba, da, da. And then the tension released. Ba, da, da. Really lovely chord choices. Sparse notes again, there's not too much going on in this chorus. Then you get the horns coming in, really lovely. They're mixed interestingly, they don't sound horny. My friend said they sounded like um, his dog's barking, which I thought was quite funny. And the backing vocals coming in, but the backing vocals are louder. They are the band, they move that to the back and the backing vocals become louder, which is interesting. Normally you'd have the backing vocals sing a bit lower. And the sweet picking continuing, so fantastically played. The gospel jazzy vocal harmony part, beautifully layered. We said in the video, we didn't think it was just them shadows, we thought it was multiple of them, beautifully sung. Get the electric voice, hearing nobody. We're back into that heavy, slow, sludgy riff for verse two. I noticed with the verse, the kick and the drums, they're playing very simply. The kick and the snare, there's not much going on. Complexity comes in the cymbals though. We're there again, going to the ride cymbal. But the kick and snare just stay very simple, really effective. Now check out pre-chorus two and tell me if you can hear the difference from pre-chorus one. No bass. You've got the drums and the strings, but they've taken out the bass as well, which is brilliant because why would you take something? Normally you want to add stuff to build the layers, but they've taken it out and it works so well. Chorus. 
and the guitar notes, the choices of the sweet picking, it helps accentuate that resolution. Going back in. Fantastic choices of notes, especially what he's doing on the guitar. Horns come back in, sounding really good. Adding that extra leg, just giving it a bolstering. Although no backing vocals this time, which is interesting. Now we're into the post-chorus with the strings coming in for a bit of extra texture and layering. Just adds a lovely bit of padding there. Emphasising the chord choices, but also a bit of movement as well. The horns carry on though, which is interesting. Is there some backing vocals there as well, like a choir going on very faintly? Could be keyboards. Nobody. Back to the nobody parts, the electronic, very electronic voice. Unusual, didn't expect this from Avenged, with that heavy sludgy riff. And then we just change completely to go to the solo. With the strings coming in, very haunting. You know, um, there's a technique, I forgot what it's called, where you play that. And it's just sitting there holding on those notes. And then we get Sin Solo come in. Hi-hats again, notice the hi-hats, because they're still there, still doing their thing. Now check out the, the complex kick and snare pans that Brooks is playing during the solo. Solo is fantastic, by the way. There's no choice. His articulating the playing is fantastic. The drums change. The kick gets even more complicated, and the bass is following. Listen to where this bass falls. He plays a fill. Listen to, and falls on a very odd note. There it is. You hear that tension, the dissonance. All going, very jazzy, very jammy, all under this fantastic solo. And you've got the cello accompanying it as well. The drums fall into a bit more of a pattern now. And the bass still choosing odd notes, still playing different rhythms. Very cool. Fantastic solo, excellently played. Um, masterful by Sinister Gaze, one of, maybe one of his best solos. I mean, there's definitely recency bias because this song is brand new, but I loved it. And then this, the strings see us out, the haunting cello. And I'm assuming this is going to lead us into the next song uh, of the album when it comes out. But yeah, fantastic. Wow, I love this song because it sounds so big and filled with stuff. But actually, let me just pause the song. Uh, when you when you analyse it and get into it, you'll realise that certain sections, there's not much going on. Take the verses. Um, you've got one riff. Bow, now, and the kick. And that's it. There's nothing really going on crazy. He changes up the hi-hats to go to the ride cymbals later on. Um, think about the pre-choruses. The first pre-chorus is just strings, bass and drums. And the second pre-chorus, no bass, just the strings and the drums. Just fantastic. Because like I said... When you're, on a, when you're on a song, when you're writing a song, I want songs to take me on a journey and I want to go up. I want to add things to it. And when I hear something in one pre-chorus, I think that's cool. The next pre-chorus, there should be something else different to make it more interesting. But instead of adding, they've removed and it works so well. Um, and his voice really thrives in that pre-chorus. I think it, it sounds fantastic. I love the chorus in general because just such, again, simplicity. It's not the notes you play, it's the space you leave. And with the chorus, so I'm the God, just holding one chord. 
and the chords they're choosing they're not they're not dissonant chords they're not chords that are creating tension but yet there is a release and a resolve when you get to that third one really beautifully resolved there um sounds lovely the difference between the heavily layered sections like that post chorus where he's singing uh, after the second chorus and the strings come back in um the difference between that section and the pre-chorus in terms of sound it doesn't sound that different it still all sounds big it still all sounds filled out i know people have had issues with the production on this um, that's been criticized on this new song but i think it's a really really good song and i've been chatting with my mates about it you know the last 12 hours really and I think we all agree that I wouldn't want an album filled with this stuff. I still want some old heaviness back. I, I want to hear, you know, songs like Afterlife. That for me is where Avenged are at their peak because they're writing accessible uh, pop choruses in a heavy metal environment. And it's just fantastic, um, that, that album. So I would welcome more stuff like this. I love that they're experimenting. You know, we said this on the video. I don't need to go over it again. But we love that they're experimenting with these different sounds, these different attitudes. And I will take songs like this, but I don't want an album full of it. But there you have it. That is your song analysis for Avenged Sevenfold's brand new song called Nobody, which is off their upcoming album, Life is But a, G a Dream, due for release on the 2nd of June, 2023. Hope you've enjoyed this. Hope you found it interesting. Uh, let me know your thoughts about the song in the comments. Get involved in the discussion. Uh, and don't forget that uh, if you don't have time to watch the video, we've got a dedicated podcast available to you so that you can listen on the go. Thank you very much for joining me. Have a metal day.